Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Man, oh man. Peace to the city and peace to the planet, as I always say. This Tuesday morning, I hope that your mental health is well and in good standing on this Tuesday morning. Let's start this episode off with that. Y'all know who he is, man. Y'all know how we coming. Another morning, another episode, another week. Black Man Venture. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by June Book. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And y'all know how I do it, man. I, I'm When we do these uh, intros, man, we're always kind of like outside. Uh, we always have a window to look out. So the window that I'm looking out of right now, and I see an overcast day. But not only that, man, the weather is still kind of kind of a little chill in the air, man. But you know what? That It's just good to be able to feel the coldness, the heat. That lets me know, man, that my, my, my feelings are still working, man. My, my, you know, when you touch me, I still can feel you. So I can feel you when you listen to this podcast and when you're not. So let me feel you, man. Let me feel you, Nashville. And also know this too, man. This city is growing, man. I'm looking at skyscrapers, man. I'm looking at uh, conveyor belts going up and down. I'm looking at people working on windows hanging off sides of buildings and stuff, man. Nashville is booming, man. So, man, boom with us and help us to boom also by liking, by sharing, man, by telling somebody about this podcast and what our objective is. And our objective, our main objective is the mental health of our people. Hey, man, I love it, man. It's the uh, Black Men Vent 2 Weather Report again by Leon Davis Jr., man. We always trying to incorporate some fun stuff in our podcast, man. As I always say, we want to be the podcast in Nashville that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone, man. All related and geared towards black men and mental health. Man, let's get into this episode today, man. We got some old school, yeah, old man. school. Yep, yep. Talk about yeah, it. man, hey, man. A lot of y'all young dogs, man, have been on here and did your thing. But, man, them old schools done started showing up in 2023, so we got another one. I believe you will enjoy. As you guys know, man, we try to grace our platform with both old guests and young guests to continue to push the young and old narrative of our platform. After this sponsorship segment break, man, we'll get right into today's episode. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? Nashville, Nashville, I know y'all used to hear my son say all this kind of stuff, man, but it's old school time. It's my time. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to say we back. We back after a commercial break. We back on another uh, Black Men Vent 2 podcast. But most of all, we just thankful to God for allowing us this opportunity. And not only that, we're thankful for our guest today. And man, I'm excited because y'all know I be on, be on here just doing my little vent thing, man, talking about how my son gets all these young cats on here, these rappers, these artists, these things. And then my old school brother, they come on, man, and uh, then I don't get one for about another month or two. But what, 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 I know y'all been checking us out, check this out. Well, I'm about three for three this month, man. I'm about now that's another month, so yeah, going into this much. year, man, I'm not thinking I got about three or four, man. I'm, I'm catching up now, slowly but surely, you know what I'm saying? Slowly but surely, y'all hear him laughing in the background. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm catching up, dog. It's about time. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to my boys, man, that have came on the podcast this year, man. They yeah. Been, but um, I'm excited, too, man, to have this brother on the show as well. Yeah, man. And, hey, I'm going to tell y'all about this brother, man. I'm excited to have him because I work with him, man, and we've worked together for a while. And, you know, we say on this podcast, man, that we're the 9 to 5 Brothers podcast. We're not right. the Breakfast Club. We're not the... Uh, right. The other podcasts out there that you know have all the celebrities and this, that, and the third. Now we've had a few celebrities. If you listen to our show, we've had a few celebrities. But I just like the nine to five brother, man. The brother that's at Walmart. The brother that's at, at Target, man. The brother that worked for uh, Metro Water, man. And then he get off or even during his day, he picks up this podcast. So with that being said, man, I want to introduce to some and 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 uh, and uh, just uh, and some might already know this brother. But I'm tell you who he is. His name is James Jackson, and I affectionately call this brother uh, uh, Big Game James. And the reason I call this brother Big Game James because when I first seen him, just think about that, Big Game James. He's a big dude. <laughs> I let him get into that, but he's a big dude. So when I first saw him, I called him affectionately called him Big Game James, and he didn't get mad. So I said, all right, well, I'm going to keep on calling him that. So if you hear me calling Big Game, that's who I'm talking about. So, man, uh, 
uh, uh, introducing the song and presenting the other man, I present today James Jackson, affectionately known as Big Game James. How you doing this morning, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you, brother, giving me an opportunity to come on your platform, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I wanted to share that I'm also a junior. So, oh, you a junior, James yes, Jackson Jr.? Oh, Come on, man. I think yes, I knew that I just forgot it, man. Okay. Yeah, see see these juniors, man. That's how we do it. Yeah, so, <laughs> I always get a chance to, anytime that happens, I try to definitely specify that because it's... It, it it means something to me. Yeah, man, it means something to me too, man. Cause the because the senior wasn't no joke, man. The senior laid it down, man. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm appreciative of, of the junior uh, uh, title also, man. So with that being said, man, we're gonna get off into it, man. And let me get off into it by saying this, man. Mr. Jackson, tell us, man, about your family life. Tell us about how you uh, arrived in Nashville, and tell us about what you're doing now. While you know, while you are still living in Nashville. How you operate right now? Born, born and raised, man, out in the Antioch area. My parents came out of Tennessee State. All right, uh, so, big blue, big oh, blue. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So I got some some understanding. My roots are definitely here. Uh, fathers from Mississippi. My my mother's from Clarksville, but we settled in right here. So my entire life. I have been married 18 years. 18, man? 18. Come on, man. Shout out to the young cats, yes, man. This is a young brother now. Uh-huh. Been married 18 years now. Come on now. It's 19 May 8th. Man, shout out to the wife, man, for putting up with you that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she'll, she'll be upset with me, but I always, I always drop this line. I don't ever miss it. Yeah. I always say, God blessed me and why did her? <laughs> That's always my life. <laughs> And I get a, I get a chuckle. I might have to steal that from you, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and blinded. Blind. And, and then I'd be saying, you know, and, you know, she might be coming through with the vision now. Yeah. But, you know, you look up and you got a 16-year-old, you got an 11-year-old. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough to make a move now. Yeah, yeah. Too late <laughs> yeah. to leave now. Yeah, we got a dog we added to the mix. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I let us. Hey, man. T- Tell them about the dog, man. Um, now here this dude is. What you? What's your? What's your stats, man? Man, I'm I'm six four. Yeah, about two eight. Okay. Here you're now. Six four two eight. Now, okay. now, now, tell okay. them about the dog. The dog. Let me tell you, the dog is near and dear to me because it's a Shih Tzu. Yeah, and that that's wow. his name is Charlie. That's my dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's, that's my dude. That Charlie, is a man. Shout out to Charlie. Man, it's just and he is the one at the house. Don't let some stranger come to their door. Yeah, yeah. And see, he has his favorites. So there's certain people that can come to the door, but oh, let me tell you. Man. Yeah. UPS, FedEx, yeah. somebody came to their door. <laughs> yeah. And mama opened up that door and he was like on it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, what you doing here? What's going on? Yeah. Give it to him, man. So that's 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 my So guy. we see Charlie, Charlie just came in and took over. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much. Everybody adores the mess out there. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's cool, man. Well, hey, man. So, so tell us about your sports career, man. Tell well, us about your your matriculation to TSU and how that how that well, went, man. Football, yeah. Football and basketball was my thing, man. Football came easy. Mm-hmm. Basketball, I would say, was more of a love because I had to work at it. Yeah, basketball is not something that was it, it was there. You know, it was just right. unorthodox. Couldn't score the layups. Mm-hmm. Couldn't hit the layups. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to work. Football was just—it was natural. Mm-hmm. You know, I was—I was bigger than a lot of the guys out there. So right. once you start putting some technique in behind it, yeah, fundamental. Yeah, oh my gosh, I, I took off real fast with that right there. So mm-hmm. uh, there's got into it right there in middle school, big time in high school. Had some time Tennessee State. It was a little little turmoil. Mm-hmm. So I didn't finish it, but mm-hmm. it was strong to that point. And yeah. Staying with it, just those are my two. Yeah, I I admire your end as far as the baseball side. Of, yeah, I love but, baseball, God, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't. I try to stay with watching the game, man. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> See, I share it with people all the time. Baseball is a more of a thinking, man. Not saying you don't have to think in football and, and basketball, but baseball you got to be thinking about every move before the move. Mm-hmm. And when they hit the ball to you, you got to already know what you're gonna do with it when you get it. You can't be like, oh. Throw the stuff. Wait a minute. Throw, throw, throw. No, you got to know that when you get the ball. You know what I'm saying? You got to already know that. You know what I'm saying? So I think Dion had a point where he was like, any sport where you 
you could be what one for three mm -hmm. and, and still get millions and millions of dollars one for three yes that's yeah. a that would be a 333 average yeah that's yeah, what that would be yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right so 300 yeah, yeah. a 300 yeah. average in baseball yeah that's it's millions Yo, what's up, Nashville? What's going on, man? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. Your favorite co-host, Jonathan Davis, bringing to you again another sponsorship break for Black Man Vent 2. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man Vent today? Today's sponsorship segment break is brought to you by a brother named Jordan Gerard and his business, The Bearded Egg Rolls. Nashville, let's hear about the bearded egg rolls and wings, and let's just see what they got going on. This weekend, Saturday, March the 25th, from 12 noon to 5, they will be in the Antioch and Brentwood area, available for pickup, and they also do delivery at a $15 charge on orders more than 20 miles away. Y'all have got to tap into the bearded egg rolls, man. Shout out to my boy Jordan. Shout out to Alexandria Brooks. Let's hear some of the menu items that they have. Let me see. We looking at the menu. Egg rolls. They got chicken Philly egg rolls, buffalo chicken egg rolls, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls, Southwestern egg rolls. And then not only does the bearded egg rolls serve egg rolls, they have wings and things. You can get any flavor of wings ranging from lemon pepper, hot lemon pepper, honey hot, spicy garlic, henny peach barbecue. What in the hell is this? Henny peach barbecue, honey gold, homemade buffalo, and plain. Man, yeah, I need to know what in the world is honey, henny peach barbecue. Jordan, man, you're doing your thing, man. Lexandria Brooks, you're doing your thing. Major shout out to this black owned business, Jordan again, and the Bearded Egg Rolls. That is our sponsorship segment break, man. Make sure y'all tap in with these guys on Facebook and uh, make sure this Saturday they will be delivering and are also available for pickup. Tap in with Jordan and the Bearded Egg Rolls on all social media platforms. This has been the Black Man Vent 2 sponsorship segment. Let's get back into the episode. Yeah, yeah. So, so really, when you start thinking about it, it's like, is it really that tough to get that ball? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You get a minimum of three chances. Mm -hmm. So you got to think about that, too. Yeah. Three chances to get yeah. one ball yeah. for a certain amount of money. And a lot of times, guys yeah. don't hit it. Right, <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, man. I got to dive in, too, man. Uh, Mr. James, again, just thank you, man, uh, from my end, you know, for being on the show, man. We definitely got the old school brother on the show, man. Mm -hmm. So I think that's well, he kind of like a tweener, man. Because, see, oh, and, and, yeah, he kind of between okay, me okay. and you. He's, he's a back. tweener. I think I'm a, uh, a hybrid type character. I can there you go. identify on both ends. I will, yeah. I'll be 43 in June. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, okay. Mm -hmm. yes, you are uh, a chameleon. Definitely got a question for you, man, just in regards to your college days at TSU, man. I I am. Uh, I graduated from Cumberland University in uh, Lebanon, <clears throat> excuse me, in Lebanon, Tennessee, in uh, 2019, man. And I know how the PWI atmosphere was, um, just kind of being there. And I never really had the HBCU experience, man. So just from your perspective, from then to now, talk about the HBCU experience, man. How was it for you being on campus and stuff like that? It was different, man. I at that time, it. I was really trying to get my mind wrapped around what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Being, I definitely wanted to dive in. So in, in the beginning, I was like, man, I, I want to finish in four years. And right. when you start diving in, you're like, ah, yeah. you know, so yeah. when you change your mind, mm -hmm. that makes it tough. Mm -hmm. So that kind of adds a little bit of time to you. So I think I got a lot of my, those preliminary classes out. Sure. But yeah. yeah, I ended up pivoting fast and ended up finishing mm -hmm. at Tennessee uh, ITT mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So okay. I got that experience, but I didn't dive into it like some of the some of the peers and stuff I had yeah, yeah, yeah. around yeah. me. So for sure. I 
I don't have much on mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. HBCU mindset. Well, just naturally, let me ask you this. What did, what did you see when you was on campus, man, compared to what, I guess, my generation and, 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 and whatnot, what we see? College campuses are different. So I just yes, know, sir. man, when you went versus when I graduated, when I went, you talking about two totally different yep. wavelengths yep. of energy and emotions and all that. So just what was, if, what can you remember just about campus? Yeah. Like at that point in time, it was about 98, 99, and TSU was going strong at that point. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, they done real well in OVC. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, they won, what, two OVC championships mm-hmm. back to back. So there was a lot of pride yeah. wrapped around that football team right. Uh, right. around every aspect of the game. So mm-hmm. if it was, it was definitely the the, the college life partying mm-hmm. and enjoying mm-hmm. the sports aspect, but football was a big deal at that point. Oh, we was yeah. going back to those glory days. Which, I was just about to say the John Mary day. That's yes, when sir. I was on campus. And the John Mary was, days. Yeah, it was definitely uh, a mindful point mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Probably around when my my father was there. So. Sure. And yeah. he was back there with them seven forty seven days. Joe Evans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. That's about the extent of it, though. I wanted yeah. to keep my head down and, and get that thing done. I didn't want to For get sure. caught up in because I had heard the stories and yeah. I've always been told you got two ways you can learn something. Yeah, the, the you can walk it true. out. Yeah, <laughs> you can take somebody else's word for it. So. Yeah, wow. man, say that again, brother. Yeah, yeah, somebody didn't hear that. Yeah, you you got two yeah. ways you can learn something. Mm-hmm. You can walk it out, mm-hmm. or you can take somebody else's word for it. Nine times out of ten, when you walk it out, it costs you a little bit of time, costs you a little bit of money. Yeah. It'll, it'll set you back. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So, man, so see, with that mindset at mm-hmm. 43, where does this wisdom come from, man? Is it moms? Is it dad? Is it grandmama? Little everybody. Yeah. Little everybody yeah. trying to, you know, you struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. And when you find out, it's like, man, I messed that up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep messing it up, costing myself some more time. Come so, on, man. You know, when you, you sit down and you might talk to an old head and tell you this, and you, yeah, I've always understood. Yeah, I mean, listening, I mean, that's free, man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take their word for it or run with it, but it's worth hearing what they were saying. You can yes, say sir. to yourself, I want to try that and or I don't want to try that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it worked out for that particular yeah, person, yeah. so yeah. It, it might work out for me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, trying to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, call me just listen. You, you catch a lot of hard-headed kids is right now. I mean, look at... I don't want to hijack the show or anything like that, but yeah, that's you talk, man. Good. That talk, part man. right there, yeah. my feelings are hurt with mm-hmm. this stuff that's going on with, with Ja. Oh, and, man. You know, oh, don't that, talk about that Ja. That guy has man. the... I mean, he, yeah. he's got yeah. the lead. Yeah. It's there for the taking. Look, man, man you yeah. just said it's there for the taking. LeBron is old now. KD is old. Curry is getting on up yeah. there. It's yeah. right there for him. Yeah. He could take the take the take the uh the uh what they the call it? yeah take take, take it and run with it, man. And, and take it and run they, with it, dude. And they yeah. want to give it to him, mm-hmm. but those mistakes. You know what I'm saying? He don't have the veteran yeah. presence there yeah. talking to him. Yeah, Memphis is a young team right now, and uh, coming from a bona fide Lakers fan. I will say this much about oh, Memphis and the <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta put that in there, man, because I'm like I'm like Steph Curry when he got asked for Memphis and the Warriors rivals. Yeah, with Lakers, they can't touch us. Yeah. But, but anywho, neither here nor there, man. I don't want to get too far off the subject. But the point I was trying to make is that with John Moran, um, what kind of bothers me, even with how you know some of our culture did Dion, you know, we quick to judge. I'm talking like it's a it's it's instant. We don't mm-hmm. know the backstory. We don't know what happened. We don't yeah. know that you know Dion gave the majority of his salary to JSU just mm-hmm. to We don't know you know that with Josh's situation, he young man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I and I you got to look at your skeletons, man, before you decide to throw in your comments, man. All this derogatory mm-hmm. stuff about his daughter and his sister. And yeah. His now see, now dad, that you know I wouldn't have went in on. Yeah, his right? family has nothing you know, to do with, with his acts. I'm talking about. It affects them. I, I'm gonna say that it does affect them, and and, and it does uh, put a bad uh, eye on you know his situation mm-hmm. right now. But I can say this, just on the outside looking in, he got a daddy too, and his daddy need to be saying something because his daddy yeah. he out here trying to put hands on folk, man. He yeah. needs to sit down somewhere. Yeah. Mister <laughs> Mister Moran, if I had to talk to you face to face, I'd say the same thing, dude. Chill, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, see, yeah. if you seen me, your daddy, 
out there flying off the handle like that. Eventually, you're gonna think it's cool. I'm gonna fly off on a couple dudes myself. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? So that's one thing. And like you said, we don't know his background with this, that, third, but this is what I can say about a brother that's in his position because I don't want to judge him either. But I'm gonna say this there's a certain level of accountability that yeah, goes right. with the money that you're making. Right. And all he got to do is call Allen Iverson and ask him, what did you do in this situation? Because mm-hmm. AI was there. He was there, too. Yeah, AI was there, too. So just ask AI, man, what did you do in this situation? You know what I'm saying? Because AI, you talking about talent-wise? Yeah. That's what Ja is. Yeah. Ja got, yeah. man, yeah. it, that's not a dude in the league more talented than this dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Not a dude in the league, man. And I was gonna say, Mr. James, what, what else are you just naturally seeing with the Josh situation? Because I think what I'm seeing is is now he's accepting, you know, of what allegations, not even allegations. We everybody seen the videos. Yeah, so we know what's yeah, going on. What's I, I, what, what do you think, man? Is his best move uh, going forward? I, you know, it's interesting because I was talking to my wife about that, and my, I think he should. He's, he's got to get back in the good graces of. Memphis. Yeah. He's gonna have to do yeah, something to it. show them yeah, 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 that yeah. he's mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm all in and mm-hmm. it is about basketball. Mm-hmm. So I I mean the I understand I feel like that's that's a it's like a tactic. He's over there, yeah. it's a mental thing, they're not gonna touch that. Mm-hmm. He's gotta find a way to vent and deal with the stress and the pressures and stuff that's there. I, yes. I get all of that. Yes. But at the same time, say this thing clears up right in time for him to get back for them to to make their push. Mm-hmm. Where's his legs going to be? You know, mm-hmm. How is he going to be able to come in and be who we want him to be? And I, I hope this thing don't hurt him, man. But, man, I, I I wish he was putting more energy into proving to them that he's behind the organization. Right. His training, let them see that he's out there putting his time, his energy behind it. But yeah. mm-hmm. I we, we just don't know. Mr. James, because he's young, man, and I and I, I keep throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. I just really do think, man, that he has time ahead of him yes, to sir. rebrand himself. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I, I think he does. You've seen the rebranding of Allen Iverson. You've mm-hmm. seen how uh, Stephen Jackson he gave a good comment towards mm-hmm. uh, you know Josh Future. How he after the brawl, how he rebranded himself. Then he mm-hmm. talked about the brawl. Mm-hmm. So right. it's just right. it's, it's little stuff like that, man. That I think he's gonna have to be conscious of. Yes, um, especially on social media. Man. Yeah. It's so funny oh, how social media. <laughs> let me let Look, me. Just, we were talking about that earlier. How they, man, either it, either it, you it, in or you out. Ain't no in between. Man. You know what I'm saying? What, Mr. James? What's what's your what's your take on social media on a scale of one to ten? Do you feel like you need it? Is it? Yeah, leave it to my kids. Yeah, I, I'd leave it to the kids. Man. <laughs> I, 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 I've got a page. I might get on there and check everybody else's thing out, but I don't put stuff on there. I, I don't feel, put it on there yeah. for me. Right. Mainly, I don't think nobody cares. I feel. You see what's going on, but man, a lot of folks use that thing as a way of throwing rocks and hiding in their hands. You'll get somebody make a burner account and yeah. they'll, they'll yeah. say yeah. something way left. Mm-hmm. Get y'all in your feelings yeah. at home and you sitting there like, you know, everybody, everybody catch old boy out in the street, man. man. Show him something. Man. <laughs> you already know who old boy is. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody. Somebody, somebody that's saying something crazy, you be like, oh, fine. And they, you know, you don't, you don't know what it is. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't mess with it, man. You see him going back and forth. I, I hate that boy got caught up in it, but it's something you got to deal with. Right. Right. The kids right. are in the middle right. of it. One of my, my challenges with my son, uh, he ended up posting, uh, making an AAU team. You know, it's just like anything else. When you put it out there, it's almost as if you're asking everybody to judge you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ask them to judge and, you. And sometimes you just you don't know where you are mentally. You mm-hmm. don't know how it's gonna make mm-hmm. you feel. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to say you don't care until you get somebody sit there and say, they say the right word. Whatever. Yes, hey man, yes, you know. He got a red shirt on. Why he ain't yeah. get a, a blue shirt? Or you know right. what I'm saying? He got a black shirt on as mm-hmm. opposed to the white shirt. It's just it's it's one negative comment. Then next thing you know, you're sitting there thinking and dwelling on it, and you're you're missing stuff happening right in front of you. So, wow. so and it so it happens every day. So yeah. I I don't knock anybody that's in the middle of it, but yeah. for me, and see, you just explained the challenge of social media versus mental health. You know, and every mm-hmm. time I get the chance to throw a plug in there about mental health, man, that is what we advocate mm-hmm. on our show. And what you just showed, man, is that even with your son, you know, he made the AAU team. 
but let's just say he got on Kyrie's and the rest of the uh, team got on LeBron. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, mm-hmm. why are you? You know what I'm saying? It's oh, yeah. Stuff. But naturally, yes. talk about mental health. Yes, sir. Your son gonna be thinking about this like. Then you get a foot locker and Kyrie's is 100, but LeBron's 200. You're like, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you start spending your money. Yeah. yeah. You see the yes, exactly. You get the stress and things that it just they don't make sense. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's tough to make yeah. it make sense because it makes sense to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes. Just, mm-hmm. just I, I steer clear of it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't even have the energy to put it. I think my wife, I asked her a ton of times. I think we, we've gone to Jamaica this past summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, well, did you post and put your stuff on there? I was like, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. just, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice. But you see some folks, they put the story together. Yeah. It's it's a party one night, mm. you know. They swimming with, with the dolphins the next yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Climbing yeah. the mountain, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. it's great, and it's like, yeah, yeah I've done it, but right. you know, I got the pictures around the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah so yeah. your your ones are part of that inner circle. They yeah. see it. You know, friends that you might meet at work or whatever, show them a picture here and there, but mm-hmm. putting it out there for everybody. Is, you open yourself he, up for that yeah. comment. See, that, that's so healthy yeah. for me, man. You know I was gonna saying? say he uh he reminded me of uh there was a viral post that went that went out when uh, LeBron had uh made the shot to break the record. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the it was the older white guy, and then you can see everybody else in the arena had their phone out. Mm-hmm. But the older white dude, he's a he's a he's an important white guy. So I don't want I don't want to discredit who he is, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. But if y'all know who it is, leave a comment on the episode. But he's a guy that just sat down with his legs crossed. Mm-hmm. And was just chilling. He didn't have his phone out. And the the, the 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 gist of the post was saying that sometimes you just gotta enjoy the moment. Yeah. You ain't gotta have your camera out. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, have yeah. a flash out. You ain't gotta dudes just sitting there. And it's funny because if you look at the picture, he was probably one out of the majority of the folks in that picture that did not have a flash mm-hmm. out, didn't have his phone out. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it it, it, it caters back to what you were saying, you know, about uh, social media is that man, you went to Jamaica and and you got mine and you did all that. Yeah. You didn't need to post it on yeah. You didn't need to post it, you know, yeah. because you, yeah. you you were intimate in that moment yes. with your family, the family with whoever you went yeah. with. Right. You know, you didn't need the Kodak man or the or, or, or the, the, the Panasonic, whatever night, these other what brands or cameras night, is night, to, night, to, night. to make your moment. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. You had a Kodak moment without a Kodak camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. now I recorded it and right. got all the got a, got a ton of pictures, man. Very right. proud of it. And right. it's something I definitely look back. But I mean, I was I was proud in the fact of being able to introduce that to my kids. Just do it. Yeah, I, I, yes. I think I got on a plane my first time when I was about 25, 26 or something like that. Wow. I, Come on, I'm man. able to sit there and say, man, you know, my son is, you know, 15. Yeah. You know, my my daughter at, yeah. you know, 11. That's a win. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. You know, yeah. in international waters. Yeah, man. To, to provide and give that, that to, yeah, yeah. to the kids. For me, it, it, it meant a lot. So beautiful thing, man. Yes, sir. And uh, we gonna we gonna we gonna uh, cut this one off, man, and get off into the next half, man. Yeah. But I want to dive back into that because we've been blessed to be at a place yes, where we're able to do things like that for our families, man. Uh-huh. So I want to get back off into that, man, because sometimes when we be given this opportunity, like we talk about job, uh-huh. there's a lot of things that require of me and you because we do have this position. Yes, so I want to get off into that on the next ep- next uh, next segment, man. But hey, man, we want to thank Big Game James, man, for Big being Game here, man. James. Hey, man, as you can see, this is an intelligent young man, but I like the fact that he shares some things with us that you're not used to hearing from a young cat, man. Well, a tweener. You're not used to hearing that from a tweener, man. But appreciate Mr. James. Big game for being here, man. And we will get back right after this next commercial break. Peace. Today's commercial break, Nashville, is brought to you by the YouTube page titled Home Team History. And they have came with a YouTube video detailing black women who became millionaires after slavery. In honor of Women's History Month, Black Men Ventu wants to always make sure that we show our black queens love on our podcast and platform. Again, Home Team History 
black women who became millionaires after slavery. Let's check it out. We're going to talk about two black women who were among the first African-Americans to become millionaires after slavery. Let's begin with one of the more popular figures, Madam C.J. Walker. Madam C.J. Walker was an entrepreneur, philanthropist, political and social activist, and was considered by many to be the wealthiest black woman in the early 20th century. Her real name was Sarah Breedlove, and she was born in Louisiana in 1867. Sarah was the first child in her family born into freedom after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. After the death of her parents, she hit very hard times as she became an orphan at the tender age of seven. In her own words, she's quoted as saying, I had little or no opportunity when I started out in life, having been left an orphan and being without mother or father since I was seven years of age. She married at a very young age and then became known as Madam C.J. Walker, like many African-American women at the time, she suffered from the products available that certainly didn't accommodate the needs and concerns of black hair care. Thus, Madam C.J. Walker began learning hair care regiments from her brothers who were barbers in St. Louis. After working for another entrepreneur in the black hair care business, Madam C.J. Walker began developing her own product line. She started experimenting with products in her own home and also used other items in the market. After some time, her hard work paid off as she developed a shampoo and ointment with sulfur that helped stimulate the scalp and made it healthier for hair growth. This is how Madam C.J. Walker made her millions as she continued to develop and market her line of cosmetics and hair care products to black women. Her products were distributed and sold door to door throughout the U.S. What makes Madam C.J. Walker remarkable is that she built something to meet the needs of her community and not only that, she became well known for her philanthropy and activism as she personally donated and financed numerous black organizations centered on empowering the community. Before she died, she created an institution where she trained people in the hair care business and entrepreneurship, creating a new line of black entrepreneurs. The next black woman on our list is Annie Malone. Annie Malone was a prominent businesswoman, inventor, and philanthropist and her business acumen and achievements made her a millionaire. Without her, there would be no Madam C.J. Walker, because Madam C.J. Walker learned a lot about the business by working for Annie as a commission agent, and she allegedly took Annie's original formula and made her own. Annie was born in Southern Illinois to enslaved parents in 1877. Like Madam C.J. Walker, she was also orphaned and later went on to get some education. She took an interest in chemistry, but because of her health issues, she couldn't continue her studies. Over time, Annie grew fascinated with hair as she often practiced hairdressing with her sister. This ultimately led to her interest in the hair care industry. With expertise in both chemistry and hair care, Annie began to develop her own hair care products. At that time, many women used animal fats, oils, soap, or bacon grease to straighten their curls, which damaged their hair and scalp greatly. Annie sought to remedy that with her own products. Her product began to become so popular that she opened up her first store in St. Louis. Unfortunately, due to the racism, she was denied access to available distribution networks which led her to go door to door using word of mouth and the quality of her product as a sell. She orchestrated a fairly large advertising campaign in the black press, held news conferences, toured many southern states, and recruited many women whom she trained to sell her products, one of the women being Madam C.J. Walker, as mentioned before. Her success eventually led her to open a facility to manufacture her own product. This facility became a hub for the African-American community as it housed a 500-seat auditorium, dining and meeting rooms, a roof garden, dormitory, gymnasium, bakery, and chapel. What Annie Malone built led her to be the very first recorded millionaire black woman in the United States at the time. By 1926, her institution employed around 170 people, and her business expanded into South America, various African countries, and the Philippines, reportedly employing up to 100,000 women. She no doubt paved the way for future black women entrepreneurs and business owners. I find it so interesting that many black women today are themselves becoming business owners and entrepreneurs by creating products for their own hair and other cosmetic needs. As black women continue to be largely ignored in the beauty industry today, they are no doubt paving their own path while simultaneously establishing a new paradigm in popular standards of beauty.
All right, y'all, man. After that commercial break, that break time, man, we back, man. And we want to get this conversation rolling again, man. I got my man, James Jackson, Big Game James. You know, Big Game James used to play for the Lakers, if y'all didn't know that back in the day, man. And Big Game James used to always hit the big shot. That's when they called him Big Game James, because he hit the big shot. So I like Big Game, and I gave him that name, but he's fitting the name well because He's in a brother. He's a brother that handles his business, man. Now, what I want to say, that get, leading back to what we left off at, is that we was talking about the job and how our jobs have afforded us to be able to introduce our families to certain things in life. Now, let me ask you this. So, you know and I know, we got a lot of politics on our job. Yes, sir. A lot of politics, man. How does the politics affect you when you know the politics are negative, but you're trying to hold on to the aspect of, I got my family in a good position. How much are you willing to take to keep your family in a good position? You know, for me, great question. Cause I, there was a, <laughs> you don't have to look too far back to see it was kind of rough mm-hmm. on the job mm-hmm. for, for us. Speak so, on it, man. So speak on, you ain't yeah. got, you know, just speak on it a little was, bit. I know it, it was, it was some things. It was kind of, kind of ugly. Some, some guys got a lot of recognition for, for projects and things that they, you know, it, it wasn't much to the project, but it was built to be more than that. Some guys got elevated that I don't necessarily feel like they deserved it. So it was kind of. I'm with you. Yeah, it was kind of rough. It was kind of rough. But mm-hmm. I've always had times, anytime things got real crazy on my job, I always had to keep one thing up front, which was my family. For mm-hmm. sure. I need to be able yes, to work sir. and provide. I've yes, had. A short period of time where it was kind of tough, which I don't know if you call it tough or rough or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Everybody can work two jobs before mm-hmm. you turn around yeah. and, and yeah. hit that morning shift and you get off seven, eight o'clock, go do another job with FedEx, UPS, mm-hmm. something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So done that right there. That right there has changed for me now. Mm-hmm. So due to the job I'm at now, I, I, I keep my head down mm-hmm. and it's, it's all about the work. So you might see things around you that kind of kind of give you a negative negative feel, mm-hmm. bad taste in your mouth, but you gotta remember why you're there working. Thank you, you You're there working, Thank trying you. to get it done for your kids. Yeah, Thank you. You, yeah. you know, it's not causing you harm. You may not like how things are going, but that 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 check you got coming every yeah, other man. Friday, yeah. Yeah, it, it keeps the lights on. It's yeah, food on the table. Yeah. You know, to, to be able to provide the way, like I said, I had the opportunity to to take my family to Jamaica this mm-hmm. past time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, made, it, it meant the world to me. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, you know, and that's what and that's what I'm talking about, man. Because anything short of calling me the N word, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. And even if they call me the N word, I'm gonna some kind of way get around that. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying. You know, you but it's one of the things where, like you said, and, I, and I've been in your position, man. And even before you got there, it was even some other tough things that went on. But this is what I appreciate about you, man, is that you stay humble even though you was being pretty much dog, let's just say it. You was being dog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you stayed humble until the position came back around to God made a way for you to get back around to that door again. Yes, and once you came back to that door again, you was ready. Yeah. So how was you able to prepare yourself? Because the time, I, I, let me ask you this. Did you feel like in your spirit you was going to get another shot at it? Mm. At the point in time, mm-hmm. you know, going through it, no, mm-hmm. no, I did not. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see it, but you know, it, like I said, it was the job is well enough. You like, man, you can't, you can't miss this money, mm-hmm. even though they dogging me. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you can't miss this money. You know, mm-hmm. Nobody's putting their hands on me. Right. Know, nobody got me in the corner. Right. Talking crazy to me. Right. You know, to me, alluded to it earlier. He got some size. Somebody might have something to say, but it's gonna be tough for them to say it in my face yes you know, yes you, know, you you say you, you got a few things like that you can you can kind of rest your head on it. it's like look i'm going by my way mm-hmm. i stay out of everybody else's way just do the job mm-hmm. you know and get that that money man it makes a difference mm-hmm. so i guess that that hustler mindset is like i gotta i gotta work yeah i man. gotta get it yeah man i'm not gonna let silly things happen around me mess that up for me yeah man because it's not just me it's messing it up for you i man. think i think that's an important message for brothers man is sometimes you got to be able to let some stuff, like my pastor said one time, you got to be able to be like a duck sometimes and let stuff just roll off your back, man. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, you can't, you can't get all tensed up by everything that happens in life, man. Sometimes you got to let it roll off your back while you rolling on, you know what I'm saying? And with that being said, man, I remember watching you go through this and I seen you have some down moments, 
But I would try to encourage you, man, and, and just let you know from my perspective that your day was coming. I knew it was coming. So now that your day has arrived, let me tell you, share this with, with our audience. I appreciate this, brother, because I had a little thing where I had to be off the job for a minute. And so when I came back, I trained you. Mm-hmm. And when I trained you, I noticed some very organized brother. Mm-hmm. I'm organized chaos. He's organized. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you come look at our desk at where you can see where I sit and you can see where he's sitting. <laughs> you know but at the end of the day, I appreciate you, man, because when, when you came in the door, they allowed me to train you. You allowed you allowed me to train you, but this is what I appreciate. So now that I'm back and I get back on the job, he's doing a job that they lead they want me to do, but I had never really done that job before. So now they got him training me, and I appreciate the way he's doing it because he did it in such a way where he didn't make me feel like I was less than because he's younger than me. He didn't make me feel like I was. Uh, a nobody, you know what I'm saying? He treated me for my tenure on the job, my my uh, uh what's the uh, what's the other word? I'm mean, my long my not longevity, but uh what's that word? Uh, uh you know when you've been on the job for a minute, what yeah. you call that word? Uh, seniority. Yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 respected me for that. So I want to say this, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and you're gonna go even further, man, because he respects his elders. And that's what young people have to understand. When you respect your elders and you learn these two things, if you learn how to say thank you, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, boy, that gets you a long way in life. Yo, 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 man, what's up, Nashville? What's going on? Black Man Vent 2, we're back again, man. Have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Hope you guys are enjoying the episode thus far. As we try to do in every episode, we give a segment called Black Men Vent to Black News Weekly. And this week, we're going to highlight two things uh, that you guys can look forward to during the summertime here in Nashville. The CMA Fest. The CMA Fest, one of the most prolific and iconic events in Nashville. They have put out the date, guys. It'll be June the 8th through the 11th this year. June the 8th through the 11th, the CMA Fest. If you don't like country music, you don't even have to like country music. Just be a part of downtown Nashville during the week of the CMA Festival, man. It is truly, truly an experience, one that I feel like not only other cultures, but black cultures should take part in. June 8th through the 11th, CMA Fest. And lastly, Bonnaroo. I know some of y'all know about Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. Experience today's top artists in one of the most unique outdoor multi-day festivals in the country. That date is June the 15th through the 18th. You can find the artists that will be performing at Bonnaroo this year at Bonnaroo, B-O-N-N-A-R-O-O dot com. June 15th through the 18th, Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. That's the BMVT Black News Weekly Report, man. With this segment, guys, if you're listening to this, make sure that you send us news. Send us black news. Send us news that's going on throughout Nashville so that we can continue as a podcasting platform to be integrated into our city of Nashville, both culturally and multiculturally. Let's get back into the episode. Get your long way in life, man. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Get your long way in life, man. He's shown that, um, you know, you got to give the same respect to the janitor that you would the CEO. Yes, sir. Yeah. I really understand that cliche. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I've had had times, you know, Christmas parties or something like that at the school for the kids, and they're all having a nice time. I think I looked at my son. I said, hey, man, let me tell you something. Take him a piece of candy or take him a gift bag or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. It's like, he may be the janitor, but you know that's just a guy out there working, man. Right. That, that could be me. Mm-hmm. Right. You understand that? Mm-hmm. And then just to slide this in because mm-hmm. I think I just learned it mm-hmm. and I got it from Steve Harvey. But I think he starts some of the shows off, or he'll sit there and say, "Doing a motivational thing." Well, mm-hmm. in the morning, I think that's yeah. a part of it because mm-hmm. he'll say, "Gratitude affects your attitude, which is a direct correlation of your altitude." So being thankful. And, and actually expressing that, you know, just please and thank you. It goes a long way, man. So I'm I'm with Steve Harvey. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, man. That, that was yeah. one and I definitely wanted to get it. It was like 
gratitude mm-hmm. affects your attitude, mm-hmm. which is a direct correlation of your altitude. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Okay. So I like that. That's a Steve thing. And then he quotes another gentleman, which would he get it from? But I, you know, just to get that point right there, mm-hmm. I, I, I felt that. So yeah, to, yeah. That was that was yeah. look. That was like stick and paper. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, man. man. So, man. So, with that, with that, with that being said, man, you know, we work with some guys, man. And again, when you came into our department, we did not have a lot, a lot of diversity in our department. Yes, sir. Now we have diversity, man. And I'm appreciative, again, how you handle yourself, man, because you handle yourself in a way that the younger guys can see this is how you should operate. Yes, sir. And this is how you should operate. And even when they see me, you know, they, they see me like I'm on my way out the door. But I might <laughs> I might not be. I might hang around another four or five years. We don't know. Only God knows that. But what I'm going to say this, man, so... With all that being said, how do you see uh, James Jackson passing the torch to his son? Because that's another black man. Mm-hmm. So how do you see yourself passing the torch on to your son? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he can come on behind you with the, and continue the legacy. I, I hope he's taking the examples that I have. I think um, I speak to him a lot of times about just that, that family mindset, trying to sit down and have family dinner. Sometimes it gets tough. Everybody's busy, but right. you know, be able to sit down and, and just have a conversation, mm-hmm. talking about the day. Yeah. Um, so right. definitely wanting to be that example, trying to share with him and everything that I possibly can. Just mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's one of those things I, I can't make him yeah. pick up the knowledge, man. I can just lay it right there, lay it in front of him. Hope he picks up, follow the example that's mm-hmm. there. Seeing you know how he and his you know. His mother and I communicate when yeah. there's a disagreement. Yes, uh, making him understand that it's, it's okay to disagree, but then have some sense about you when you disagree. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be a thing where you're yelling and carrying on. I do my best, me and my wife, to we try not to raise our voices when we're speaking to each other. When Praise we're God. Upset. Praise with God. With something that's going on. Yeah. So, uh, we we hope that message is received, but every example that I possibly can give to, to show him of what a strong black man with a family and how he needs to conduct himself, carry yes, himself. Mm-hmm. And with, like we were speaking about earlier, those examples, we need them there. Yes, so, yes, yeah. Lord. Yeah. Well, let me hit you with this one, man, and I'm going to let my son dive in. But mm-hmm. you know how it is when we always get a guest on here. You might, I don't know if you listen to this show, but anytime I have a girl dad on him, I, I have to ask this mm-hmm. question. So how old is your daughter now? She's 11. Ooh, yeah, she coming on. Yeah. All right, so 16, 17. Uh-huh. I'm going to say 16. Uh-huh. And that little dude that been texting her. He been yeah. texting, texting, texting. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what year do what year you know what I'm talking about? 17? Uh, about 30. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I, I will. But I let me, okay, well, he, he being unrealistic. <laughs> but let, let, me, let me pull it back to reality. 16, 17. Oh, Little dude been texting or texting, texting. Yeah. Now he's saying, I want to come over. Yeah. Then he come over to the house. Yeah. How you going to greet him when he say, what's your dog name? Carrington. Hey, what up, Carrington? Up and down. First of all, what up is not going to Because I'm not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to earn. Yeah. Yeah. What you going to say? Big gang, what you going to say to him when you, when you come I, to the door? I've tried to have that. I, I honestly believe my wife is going to be the she gonna have to be the one to handle it. Well, no, I'm not necessarily <laughs> one too, but I think she's yeah. gonna push it. So I can see her being like, well, "You need to say this. You need to do that." Yeah. I was like, "How? I, I don't." I think my son says it a lot. A lot of my daughter's friends, they're all like, "Your dad, he's, he's so big." Yeah, I don't think yeah. I'm gonna have to say much. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And I know my son and a few of his friends. They be like, you know, sometimes. Dang, she's like he's so upset. Yeah, and then I'll, yeah. I'll tell him in a minute. I'd be like, "Why? Why right. does it look like I'm upset? Right, right, Do I right. look unapproachable?" Right. Like he's like, "Well, you know, you, you're not to me. You're my dad, but the rest of them is just your your presence." It's like, "Why? Because I'm not smiling. Right. I mean, there's nothing to smile about. Man. <laughs> there's clearly a separation." Between oh, me and then Ooh, you, yeah. all are kids. Yeah. If you open yourself up and speak, a lot of times he's got. One one story we get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh my god, that's good. My my son, you know, we got 
got the, the basketball goals set up. Mm-hmm. Guys come over and they hang out and shoot ball. Mm-hmm. But one particular day, I'm in the back and I'm shooting with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'll lace them up in a minute. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll give any of y'all smoke. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this particular day, there was a guy that came over and not six four two eight. Mm-hmm. He said, you're not missing, right? right? Yeah. So he, he come over, man, and it's... Not his first time over there, but mm. he, it's almost as if he's looking through me. He don't see me. Mm. And mm. when it happened, it was one of them things, it was just like, you know, you just being hit. It's like, mm. oh, mm. he didn't just do that. Mm. So with that, I stopped. Yeah, it's almost like I snapped, but then mm. I had to pull myself back. Mm. And I had to stop and I said, let me tell you something, young man. When you come to my house, address the view. You need to address me. Address the man. Don't walk come into on. my on the come property. On, man. Into my come, house come on, and, man. And yeah. look past me as if yeah. I don't exist. Yes. You need to see me. You need yeah. to recognize me. One of the most important deals is that you're at my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm not asking, I'm not asking you to give me a breakdown of your day or try to treat it, but right. you need to address me because you've come on to my property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that conversation that I had with him was in front of all of them. And of course, everybody else is snickering and laughing at it because, you know, the, I guess the thing that really got me is he he knows better. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. he knows better. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. where his head was, or how it played out, it for me at that particular point in time, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. Right. I said all of that to say, with my daughter, with somebody coming by the house, mm-hmm. I I I expect that young man to be able to. Uh, Former sentence. Yeah. You have to address <laughs> me and my wife. Yeah. Right. Hey, what up? That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so you better tell where he's coming from right off the first Fresh. first uh initial response. Fresh yeah. And then yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. too, man, by the time, you know, baby girl gets to that age, you would have taught her enough morals and values yes, so that she ain't even finna bring one of them in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm it's mm-hmm. not gonna be the gentleman yeah. coming in mm-hmm. with this, that, and the other. You know, sidebar is like, yeah, it, it's going to take a lot. Just mm-hmm. even in her conversation, the young man seeing us from afar, mm-hmm. he probably going to have his ducks in a row. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I ain't trying to holler at her dad again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but you're going to have, but you're going to have the real serious one. Right. And like, okay, if that's what I got to do, yeah. that's what I got to do. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And, 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 and then, I think I'll tell, I'll tell both of them, like, you know, with relationships and stuff like that, that they're two years, man. They're not a factor. My yeah. wife asked, well, what do you do about this? It's like, that time is going to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about anybody wow, in so the beginning. Mm-hmm. But so I, I've always told her, my fear, my fear is that guy you look up by that third Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. he's still there. He's still hearing his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that third Fourth of July, third, yeah, yeah. you know, birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy yeah. If, it, if it get that far, he yeah, in. You know, they, he, they, he they just keep on coming around. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it won't yeah. stay at Hey yeah. Tony for too long. Yeah. Right. Right. He's like, right. Tony is still here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, every other month you're hearing something about Tony this, and yeah. Tony that. Yeah. You know? I'm more concerned with that guy. Yeah, so let yeah, me let yeah. me speak on that. Yeah, let me speak yeah. on that because I'm gonna be honest. There is a optimism in that, and there's a fear in that too. Mm-hmm. Tony's so been you, around for three years. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. That fourth year, that fifth year, yeah. he may that's mm-hmm. duck left, duck right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's you my know. So mm-hmm. you are that's all true. over it. Yeah, that's yeah, the conversation yeah. I have with my yeah. wife because yeah. I'm sitting there like. I'm not worried about yeah. any of the rest of them. But Tony yeah. has been here by that third year, yeah. fourth year. Yeah. Now we got to have different conversations. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because true. now you got a different type of feeling involved. Yeah. Because it's not yeah. a fly by night. You know, yeah. it's it's a it's it's a gradual touch. It's a gradual yeah. touch. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole hand holding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That hand yes. holding is gonna get longer. Yeah. And then now, you know, now now I gotta have conversations. Cause see, mm-hmm. I, man, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Cause mm-hmm. see, look, I said this on, I said this on the last episode, man. I uh, with my boy uh, Six One Five Exclusive, man. Shout out to him, yeah, boy, man. Good he, he's in too. my generation. I'm in his. And what we talked about is this. Uh, we played a video excerpt from um, Instagram that said this fact. This is a fact. Sixty to seventy percent of divorces uh-huh. are led by women. 
Of that 60 to 70 percent, 90 percent are college educated. Mm. What do you think about this step? 60 to 70 percent, and it's a point I'm getting at. 60 mm-hmm. to 70 percent of divorces mm-hmm. are led by women. Mm-hmm. Of that 60 to 70, 90 percent are college educated mm-hmm. women. The point I'm getting at is this. Ma'am, look, if I've been married with you for 10 years and you decide to roll over just randomly and tell me, you know, you know, Junebug, I don't think I want to do this no more. What the heck do you mean? We've been in this for 10 years. We done seen everything, each other and all of that, whatever all that entails. And just randomly you get to roll over because women are emotional. Yep. So things change. Stuff changes within that five or ten years. And now we just done. Me and my boy was like, what do I do at the time? <laughs> you that's a struggle. Mm-hmm. I think with the statistic that you're given, I think it's your that education is there. The the if they're if 90% of them are educated, then I guess you're talking about they're successful. Mm-hmm, pretty much. You know, so, so they feel they don't need. That's mm-hmm. what I that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. I think then you have to draw back into the spiritual mindset of it, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you, you've got to understand that and think about how's it supposed to play out. Right. But I think right. uh, another one of those things my wife and I speak about. She's big on my daughter has made mention about being a doctor. Gotcha. I'm a little fretful of that because I think once you put that kind of time, energy, and effort behind right. being a doctor, yeah. you achieve that goal, yeah. you know, it's going to be tough for Tony to make a case. You know, $80,000 in student loan debt. Yeah, like, you know, mm-hmm. if she's focusing and she's right. into that yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's kind of yeah. like where yeah. that yeah. comes from. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at that spiritual side of it, that's mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. the calling. For sure. So sure. you know, if yeah. you want to have that stronger family mindset, it, it's tough. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. my wife would come back and say, well, you know, you just have two doctors. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you got a lot of time behind that field. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you need just as much. A lot, a lot of sacrifices. As well. Yeah, a lot of sacrifices, man. Of job, man. Yeah. A doctor needs a doctor. So who do you go to, man, when you need help? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough call. So how many doctors are out there, man, probably with their own undiagnosed Oh medication? man, without you know a I mean? several, that, man. several, yeah. man. Yep. Several, right. man. Be able to talk to somebody about the things yeah. they deal with on a day-to-day basis. Right. Because mm-hmm. you know, right. they, they it's they, they need help too. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yes, sir. And, then, and you know, let me chime in on that spiritual aspect. And this is what I want to say, and you right. It is a spiritual aspect to that with Jonathan, the statistic that he brought out. And the statistic that he brought out is what the enemy is trying to do. And that's to break up families. To keep a dude like you from having dinners with your family and having conversations with your wife. He wants you out of there because you're trying to hold it together. He wants me out of there because I'm trying to hold my family together. So that's what it's all about is getting the men away so that he can break up the family. Once he breaks up the family, look at Adam and Eve. When they, when they was, when they, when evidently Adam and Eve were not conversating before she went and did what she did. They didn't, they didn't have a conversation. So whatever the case may have been, no, they were not together. But when you can get somebody to come together, the enemy don't want that. That's when he don't want marriages. That's when marriage is being attacked. Families are being attacked because anything that look anything like God, the enemy don't want that. So he going to do everything he can to attack it. That's the reason we got this trying to do this thing here. We want to empower black men. We want to encourage black men. And most of all, we want to challenge black men to just be better. Just be better. Don't be that dude on the social media. Yeah. Don't be that dude on the Channel 5 news that they always bring up. It's going to make us, you know, going yeah. to throw us down a couple pigs because they, they looked out. Oh, that's the one we want yeah. right there. Yeah. They didn't come looking for no brothers like us. They, oh, that's the one I want right there. You know what I'm saying? No, they ain't looking for that. And see, that's the reason we got to hold up the banner, man, because when given the opportunity, we just got to stand your ground. And so I applaud you, man, for and, and that little thing you said about family dinners. How many people are still doing it? We oh, did it when I grew up. My daddy sat at the table. My mama right here. I was right there. My grandma right there. And we talked. And what makes we it so talk, tough, you know? it's so easy not to not, not to do it yeah, exactly, man. Somebody's got something else that they want to do. Mm-hmm. So they distract you. 
Don't have mm-hmm. a distraction. Don't have a distraction. Yeah, and, and it, it's it's like like I'll catch my my daughter in times you know and great phenomenal in school you know mm-hmm. straight a killing it she's sitting there and she's doing her homework mm-hmm. and for me you know i gotta it's a it's a bittersweet you're mm-hmm. sitting there like hey can you like not do your homework right now maybe yeah and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and eat your food and kind of mm-hmm. engage with us and then my son he's into the phone so right. he's sitting right. there and i think he's got a young lady that he's he going back and forth mm-hmm. with and i'm sitting there she not sitting out eating with her family too I, I give him that third. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just. Hey man, I'm just no, wait a minute. Just I just heard that. something, man. Why are you so hard on the dude, man? But yeah. you talk. Hey baby girl, can you? No, I heard that little bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, I heard that too. So, I don't want to say nothing. I don't want to say anything. It's a little, little gender, little gender uh, uh, misunderstanding. I don't want to say nothing. Look, he's six four two eight. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you yeah. this: if my wife was here, yeah. she would oh, tell you yeah. uh, I give her just the, the same bit of gift. Yeah, I, I will. I will give your voice changed though when you get well, hungry. You know, just a little, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I gotta make it look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh man, that's funny. Yeah, so I'll, I'll ask it inquiring. It's like, mm. but but you know. I'm stepping back because she's doing the homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't can't yeah. blast her all the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. can't it's blast her all the way. Yeah, yeah. She's sitting out and doing homework. Yeah, you be like your son. Yeah, playing with the phone. Yeah, exactly. Hey man, but I just appreciate the fact that y'all got a healthy home life, man. And I hope somebody listen to this that'll realize that that is possible. Yes, sir. It's possible. But what does it take? We said the word, but let me get it from you. What does it take to hold all that together? It, it, it takes faith. Mm-hmm. It takes patience, mm-hmm. uh, understanding, uh, realizing everything's not going to go your way, mm-hmm. um, understanding how to to uh, agree to disagree, yeah. uh, being okay with that. I know that's one big thing I try to get uh, my kids to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's okay that you know mom and dad are not on the same page mm-hmm. as far as a, a specific subject or whatever mm-hmm. it's, it's all right to disagree yes and mm-hmm. then argue about it but then not cause no scene for sure. yeah man for sure. yeah people so, people uh are fearful of confrontation and confrontation is not always fighting mm-hmm. right confrontation right. is not right. always fighting you got to really know what that word means mm-hmm. so when you confront somebody naturally you're, you're inviting a, a, a conversation. You're mm-hmm. inviting a, a communicating, opening that vessel to yes, say sir. that I'm here to talk and you're here to talk. Mm-hmm. Can we be adults enough to sit mm-hmm. down and have a con- a confrontating uh, experience, if mm-hmm. you will, to mm-hmm. where when you leave and when I leave, it's an agree to disagree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's yeah. okay not to be able to say it's like, you know, sure. I, don't, I don't like what you're saying. I mean, right. I, I hear what you're saying. Right. I mean, right. I respect it, but yeah. I, I don't I don't see that. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like that. That's yeah. okay. I still love you. And at yeah, the end of the sure. night, yeah, you know, it, sure. it's going to be fine. But yeah. I don't like your stance on that, your view on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's one of those things. I think a lot of times it's that, you know, sometimes that one word or it's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're crazy because you feel that way. It's like, no, they're not crazy because they feel that way. They just, they don't like it. Mm-hmm. And they're expressing mm-hmm. to you that they don't like it. For sure. And you shouldn't, I don't think it's ever time you should attack somebody behind their view or their mindset right. it's okay mm-hmm. like i said that yeah. that you know they feel that way i mean no i you know i love the color red yeah i don't right so why we gotta argue about that well, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 and at the end of the day it's it's you know it's that i think i fall into a lot of TikTok. they got points on there where you know they love each other but they're mad and everything is there you don't like well i don't like it either mm-hmm. well i love you well i love you now yeah. And it just it just goes off. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you hear it. They're, yeah. they're yelling and carrying on. It's like mm-hmm. they ended up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we gotta yeah. Come, gotta watch the next TikTok. See how it turns out. So hey man. Man, as we told you before, it's over with, man. And Good I hate episode, it. Man. We gotta bring yeah. you back, big gang. Hey man, big gang gotta bring you back, man. But big before game, I would ask you to leave your social media handles and all that type of stuff. But you don't you don't Y'all do social right media, right. man. So we're not even gonna go that route, man. But I am gonna say this, man, before we get off. If you don't mind, my brother, we do ask we, we ask people to get their social media handles. I also ask this a last 
just encouraging quote man or encouraging uh words or words or something like that man to somebody that might be listening to this episode that are struggling to get to where you are now and just leave them with some man positive man before we get off um i'm a relationship guy i believe in it like i said my my time that's that's my badge that I carry, and I, mm-hmm. and I love it. So, like mm-hmm. I said, got that that time there, that 18 years, yeah. be 19, moving forward. Praise uh, God. Family. Um, look for that. You know, put some energy and time, effort behind that. Understand that it it won't be easy, but nothing worth having. It, it, it won't be easy. You're going to have to yeah. put some time That's behind it, some energy, some mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. And there's... You know, you don't have tough days, but you, know, you can't, you cannot appreciate those good days without those tough days. Come so on, man. Getting frustrated because something's not going your way and mm-hmm. wanting to quit and give up, you can't. You you have to continue to function. So, uh, function through the difficult moments. Yeah. I, I'd say that would be it. Yeah. I like that, man. Yeah. Hey, man, just want to thank my boy, Big Game Jane. See, these, these kind of folks I bring on, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now, hey, shout out to all our past people that have been on here, man. We appreciate you, man. And we're looking for a way to bring you back. Just know that. That's in the future for Black Men Event, too. We're looking for a way to try to bring our guests back for another show. But in the meantime, we're just going to keep rolling like we're we're rolling, man. But again, thank you, big game. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being a positive, strong brother that you are, man. And uh, we look forward to even bigger and better things out of you, my brother. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for having me on, man. And uh, hopefully I didn't... uh... I didn't mess up too bad. No, you no, you, no, you no, good, no. brother. You are if good. We, if we ever have a security position open when yeah. we start doing live events, we, we, we need gonna a look him up. Hey, yeah, you know what I'm bro. saying? I, I can get my black on, man. My black, the, yes, the hat and the glasses. That's all we need. Yeah. It just look mean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look, look like you look when dude don't be coming over to the house. There yeah. You know, <laughs> just, just got the stands. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is the end of another great episode. We thank Big Game for being on. So, as I always say, Nashville, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't with what you can't. This has been another episode. Yeah, another <laughs> episode of the Black Man Vent Two Podcast. Good morning. Quick pub, man. Buy some merch. Buy, Buy some, some merch, man. man. We, got we got some old hoodies. We got sweatpants. We got beanies. We got wristbands. Anything, man, that will continue to spread the awareness of black men and bettering our mental health. Make sure y'all rock with us. It's been another great episode. Tune in next week. Peace.